Welcome to 10 Minutes, a break on Investor Podcast. Today we are talking about Infosystem, ticker INFU. Joining me to, do, to discuss Info is Aaron Warwick. Before we get going, first a disclaimer. No one on this call is an investment advisor and no one is providing investment advice. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Before investing in any company stock, you must do your own research. Supporting materials for today's discussion will be posted on the Breakout Investors discussion app, which is located at app.breakoutinvestors.com. The application and much of the research content is free. After registering and logging in, use the search bar. At the top right of any page, type in the ticker and the results will give you a link to the research post with this podcast and to the other discussion and research relating to today's company. And now to our topic, Aaron. So Infosystem, what can you tell us about the company? What does it do? Yeah, so Infosystem has two business platforms. The first is durable medical equipment, which is referred to as DME, and then integrated therapy services referred to as ITS. And while both of them are important, uh, and DME has certainly been the bedrock for the company in the past, uh, the future is so bright for Infu, in my opinion, because of their high margin and rapidly growing ITS segment, which the company bills as the last mile solution for facilitating clinic to home care. And I was actually first introduced to the company. It would have been December 2019, right before the uh, COVID pandemic began at the LD Micro main event. And it was clear to me that you know, they were on the brink of huge success with this ITS platform, uh, had an enormous opportunity. Then when COVID did hit the company, the stock dropped uh, down to like the $6 range. And I knew the company would, would be minimally impacted. And they've since tripled off uh, the COVID lows. Uh, they're up to around $19 a share now, but I think there's still uh, plenty of upside left for them. So when talking about upside, I think there were recently a few announcements that the market seems not to have properly understood or not properly priced in at least. Can you talk about these? Yeah. So I think uh, part of the issue with the, with the market not properly pricing it now, uh, they, have, they have been higher, I think, up to the $22 range. The drop that we've seen here recently seems to be somewhat related to the company that has normally... Um, on, on each call, they've sort of beaten raise on, on their guidance and on their previous guidance. And they did not do that on the last call. But the reason they didn't do that it relates to one of the announcements. They, they basically said on the call, we're, gonna, we're going to, you know, we should beat and raise, but we're not going to do that because we're not sure how much we should raise it because there's some near-term opportunities. And that relates to one of these first of two announcements that I really want to highlight that both are on the ITS side of things. And that is, they, they announced it, I think it was actually in 2020, uh, negative pressure wound therapy, their entrance into that market with Cardinal Health. And what's interesting there is Cardinal Health, obviously a big player um, in, in the healthcare space, actually approached Infusystem about this partnership. And Infusystem, who is uh, notoriously um, conservative in, in their guidance, um, and, and, and again, they often, you know, beat and raise. They've said that they're targeting uh, five to 10% of the market uh, for home healthcare and negative pressure wound therapy. And that market 
the total TAM would be about $600 million. So if you take 10% of that number, you're talking about you know, $60 million in revenue, which would double uh, Infusystem's current ITS revenue and would be the equivalent of 60% increase to total revenue, all again at high margin. And then from that, that last conference call where I, I mentioned they didn't specifically raise guidance other than saying they were going to do that on this call that should be coming up in August, they mentioned um, something, I'm not sure what it is, but something's going on in that negative pressure wound therapy, home healthcare market that, that leads the company that, to believe they might capture uh, their share of that market a little bit earlier than previously expected. So I think that's why they held off on that guidance. So I, I think the market may be interpreted that incorrectly. I think it's actually extremely bullish uh, what the company did. And I think maybe some people uh, got a little tepid because of that. But then the second announcement, which is just recent, actually, uh, maybe a week or two ago, is that they're entering the lymphedema market, uh, again, for home health care. And their partner is biocompression. And this one just honest, I mean, just blew me away. Enormous potential here because uh, they mentioned in their press release, it's a multi-billion dollar market. Um, so the biggest market that they're in right now for, for ITS, and they expect that they could gain up to 20% of the market share. So, you know, those numbers just made my eyes pop. I mean, even if you were just to assume, you know, conservatively $1 billion market, you're talking about $200 million in revenue, again, the high margin revenue for the company. So that would double the company's total revenue and just uh, completely dwarf anything they're currently doing in integrated therapy services. And Again, I'm just using that number to be conservative because, you know, I mean, they said multi-billion. I mean, I don't, you know, I would assume that means more than it would mean at least 2 billion, but I haven't confirmed that. I mean, maybe, you know, 1.5, some people might consider that multi, I don't know. So I'm just being conservative, but, you know, I mean, you start to get up into the $2 billion range and they get in 20% of that market. I mean, we're talking, you know, three, 400 million in revenue that could be coming the company's way. It sounded like, you know, they think that they'll start to see some significant benefit for that in 2022, 2023. And I'm sure they'll give more clarity on the, on the next conference call. But I mean, you know, you're just talking $400 million of revenue, four times what the company's doing in total. And it would, it should increase their margins uh, significantly. Uh, and, and so then the final thing to note about that announcement, the press release, again, the company hasn't commented on it beyond the press release, but uh, they said they plan to initially target their acute care and oncology customers. So, you know, that reading between the lines there, it sounds to me like they've got some low hanging fruit in this area. There's probably some overlap there. And, and, and I think maybe, you know, we'll start to see some revenue on that early part of 2022. And when you say they are conquering these big markets with, with basically high margin business, um, what is the reason for that? Um, meaning that, what kind of mode does the company have? What does it better do than competition or why does can competition not just easily come? Yeah, because uh, what the situation is that so that it's basically from the clinic to the home, they're taking care of the patient and it, you know, the doctor doesn't want to have to deal with that. And so they're, they are happy. Most doctors are happy to offload this type of stuff to, to a company like Infusystem. And, you know, Infusystem's got a whole infrastructure built around being able to do this to take care of uh, making sure the patient actually gets the medical equipment that they need, 
Uh, they've got a 24-7 nursing line. So if the patient has problems, they call them. They're not bothering the doctor uh, or his nurses or her nurses. And then, um, you know, on top of that, they, they've got the whole billing system. They take care of that, uh, making sure that the, the physician's reimbursed. Um, so it really, it takes that off the, the table for the physician. And that's why, again, they sort of start referring to themselves as the last mile solution. Uh, taking care of, of that piece of the puzzle makes it a lot easier on the physicians. So they are essentially in a big player in this, in this a key player in this complicated healthcare system and basically solve uh, a big problem for the physician. Yes, exactly. And that's why, I mean, even a company with the stature of someone like Cardinal Healthcare, you know, looks to them to partner with them because it's easier for someone like Cardinal to partner with a company that's already set up like this, like Infuse System, than to reinvent the wheel. They've, they've been unsuccessful doing that. And I should point out, you know, in addition to this negative pressure wound therapy and lymphedema, which are obviously huge opportunities, as I mentioned, the companies mentioned multiple times on, on their calls and in presentations that there are other opportunities still out there um, that exist for them to leverage their, their ITS business as well as, as DME. Uh, again, DME is smaller piece of the puzzle, especially as this ITS side grows. But nonetheless, there's still other opportunities out there, some of them, you know, smaller than than negative pressure wound therapy, some of them uh, bigger, like, like this lymphedema opportunity. And, uh, you know, right now, uh, what we're seeing, Florian, is, is uh, net margins have been in the 27% range here recently. And I would expect, you know, as, the, as this ITS platform grows to be, uh, to dominate the business and to be a higher percentage of the revenue, we're probably going to start seeing numbers in the thirties, you know, percent, uh, potentially someday could, could even eclipse that, especially with lymphedema and negative pressure wound therapy being such huge, uh, potential revenue opportunities and, and becoming the main source of revenue for the company. You know, we're going to, we're going to see those net margins expand even further. And the revenues should be fairly predictable. Yeah, exactly. Because, a lot of this, uh, um, you know, there's there's always a need out there for this stuff. A lot of it tends to be, you know, resupplying products that the patient's going to need for for quite some time, if if not for uh, the rest of their life. So, yeah, it's it's the there's a recurring revenue aspect to this as well on that on that ITS side. Excellent. So this seems like a, a fairly safe company to invest in with, with plenty upside ahead. And I guess that's it. That was 10 minutes. So thank you, Aaron, for all this information. We are Breakout Investors. This podcast is meant as an easy on-ramp to understanding today's company and the research and collaboration we do. Please join us for discussion on this podcast and for other breakout ideas on our discussion platform at app.breakoutinvestors.com. The Breakout Investor 10 Minutes podcast is syndicated and available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, listen, and give us a five-star review. Neither Breakout Investors nor any of its affiliates makes any representation or warranty, express or implied, as the accuracy or completeness of the statements or any information presented by this podcast and any liability, including respect to direct, indirect, or consequential loss or damage, therefore is expressly disclaimed. The views on this podcast expressed are those of the speaker and not Breakout Investors. No one on this podcast is an investment advisor and no one is providing investment advice. Before investing in any company's stock, you must do your own research. Thank you for listening.